Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. So we have to kind of pretend that we just heard the, the theme intro, and I just want to say that, Bob, I know we're not paying you for it, but I want to say maybe it could use a little improvement. I don't know. Do you, When you made it, did you feel pretty confident that that was like a really good intro? Did you like that? Is that... I felt great about it. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm offended that you would insinuate that. Um, and also, I feel like, I do feel, I will say that I feel like somehow in the file send and what, whatever you did to it, you took away the background noise, like you leveled down the background noise because uh, there used to be more. So I blame, if anyone's to okay. blame, it, uh, it's you. I don't remember. I mean, I, 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 it's been, it's been a few months since I, I actually edited that that whole part out. But, but I don't remember editing the actual, to that to that granularity. That's interesting that you noticed that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, um, not my fault. Make your own intro if you feel that strong. Well, I mean, I'm not paying you, so I guess it, it's it's okay. You know, it makes sense that it's not that good. So. Did, no, I have to ask, did you, did you like the old uh, Wolf's Den intro better, where it was like the clips of of actual moments from the show? Yeah, well, I think eventually we'll we'll uh, splice some of those in. I just need to actually go find them. They're, they're few and far between. Right, right, right. The, um, the other thing, I know it's, you know it's just me and you tonight. I don't think we've done a, a me and you podcast in ever. No, I think. I mean, no. I think it's been probably the Wolfsden days back in, you know, like '09, a decade ago. Did we I, I do? Like we probably, did we do just me and you? I thought like it was always Tony. Maybe, maybe we did. So it was just some some me. I don't. I don't recall. We definitely did do some me and you because otherwise okay. we'd be like weeks apart when we could get Jaeger on the line. Right. So. That's right. That's right. There were some. But there's no no again no Sean this week, which is gravely disappointing, at least to me. I know I feel like it, it's kind of a turnoff for you, Bob, because I know he he's been in some environments where there's too much noise in the background. Or <laughs> uh, really, I guess that's it, right? Like I think the last time he was on, there was no. That's not, actually no, that, that's true. The last time he was on, there was the airplane. There was the airplane. Bad. The time before that, he was at like some cafe and they had like a TV on in the background. Yes. Yeah. Um, some radio device, something. It was, just, it's, it was pretty bad. It's, yeah. it's disappointing to me because nothing makes me happier than listening to Sean on the podcast when I can hear him. But nothing makes me more angry than having to listen to Sean while on the podcast trying to record it. Well, I, yeah, I understand that. I was hoping that we could somehow you know, trip your, your anger switch tonight with whatever and, and get, you know, get you angry, you know, either, you know, well, one, maybe you just start to tune out and you're, you know, maybe working on some spreadsheets again while, um, <laughs> while talking to me, which would basically just turn into me talking to myself at that point. Um, at least in those other episodes where you're on, on, on your laptop, it's, you know, at least me talking to Sean. It's almost, right, I'm yeah. almost a little disappointed that maybe we don't do a live show out of this. I mean, that would be kind of silly because I don't really know how to make live shows. And 
Well, and who would I, listen to it? Well, that's the thing is, no one would listen to it. I mean, I know it would listen to this anyways, but even we less could, people would listen to it, I think, live. I think we could just call it live whenever you post it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, this is a live podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. What do you mean? It's not live. It was recorded. <laughs> how, would, how would they know? How, is there like a, there's no time stamp? So I guess on, what you're saying is that we, we would need to like replay the, the the recording on a on a live stream format like on a twitch or yes exactly okay yes. so we, re- <laughs> we just hit the play <laughs> button on twitch and call it live okay i mean if if there's any appeal in being live it could be live <laughs> i mean live sort of insinuates there's like interaction with your audience though i think when you're recording it <laughs> and playing it live when I use air quotes with live because that you're not actually live but well I mean you'd be basically could, shunning that part of the content like right now if we were live we could be like interacting with our with our Twitter followers or well yeah but I could be like oh thanks uh, thank you for the question New York Hoops 5927 um, yeah I'm, I'm happy to talk about James Harden you know etc you get the idea. We could fake it. Do you think people would actually ask us about James Harden? I think... Or, or even like our, any basketball content? Based on our discussion of the step-back charge defense, yes. I mean, I'm really hoping that... That actually, I mean, this actually sounds appealing if we could somehow merge this in with, with a live format where we have people interactively you know, being a part of the show. That would be uh, kind of fascinating. I mean, we could have, like you said, people talk about basketball. James I think Harden. it's a much, it's a much bigger hurdle to uh, actually get the people interacting than it is to to figure out the feasibility of it. I think we could do the latter. I don't know. I think the, if we paid if we paid Twitter some money to like advertise this, I bet we could promote <laughs> it enough to get maybe like at least five people to like interact with us on some sort of live platform like can you imagine five people just randomly asking us questions in like a chat room or something that would be so exciting i mean i could find i found a chat room last night where people will ask you questions or no 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 they could even dial into our like i know there's a like i've I've listened to other podcasts the uh tim heidecker does a podcast where he it's literally just him doing a live show where he's like on skype and he just answers people's Skype calls, and that's all it is, and it, like there's no other content to it, and it's fairly entertaining because he's just they're just people just talking about random stuff, and they're just riffing it, and they have well, some producers, I mean, that, you know, playing music. Right. You know, it's 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 heavily produced. There's like other there's people making music in the background, and it, and it's entertaining because uh, they have an entertaining host, an entertaining personality. They do have an entertaining host. We are lacking that. I will definitely give you that. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, if we had more talent on the... But, I mean, there's... All it takes is a handful of... of we don't need 20 or 50 or 100. We just need five. And I think if, if we paid Twitter enough money, we could we could round up five five random internet curiosities who are just interested in, in, in looking at new content to interact with us about basketball. I mean... That's true. wouldn't want to talk about smart basketball? I'm surprised all these years that we haven't gotten more just kind of random random people picking up the smart basketball brand. Well, I'm you know, I'm pretty the, sure that proves that you've got to do some level of marketing in order apparently. to like succeed on Twitter or like you know we would need to be retweeted by like 
a larger, more well-known entity. And we haven't really got, you know, made an effort to do that. Like we could, if we really wanted to be annoying about it, we could probably, I don't know, get, get in good with some other one-off podcast out there that does like have like some thousands of listeners, you know, and then have them retweet our thing. But that's, that takes like, that's like networking. That's like going to the, to a conference on a, on a Friday night and, and hanging out with <laughs> with people and having beers and playing fake craps. Casino night. Yeah, yeah, having a fake casino. That's the kind of stuff you got to do in order to like really get yourself out there. And we're not doing that. I'm not sure that I want to do that. I think I'm happy doing this the organic way. Right. We're keeping it real. That's what we're all about here. Yeah. We and, here at Smart Basketball. And yeah. Speaking of, of Friday night conferences, that was a a fun little little joke at, at Ed because that's where he's at tonight. He he could be on on, on the on the the uh, computer recording with us right now, but instead he's you know playing fake craps or. Well, I think drink. now he's in his his hotel room, probably in his underwear, um, probably okay, watching. Report, reports are coming in from Orlando. Ed is in his hotel room. Okay. Probably watching like a movie on TNT. There's got to be like uh, Shawshank Redemption very... might be on. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. exactly. There, there's absolutely no question. It's like I, there's a question, but eighty percent likely he's Wedding watching crashers. Shawshank. Wedding Crashers. Um, what's the what's the uh, Harrison Ford? Uh, what is is it? Air Force One. It's Air Force One. That movie is on <laughs> constantly. <laughs> yeah. Good old Ed. So where can we take this? The you know without our, our two, our two cogs of the the show here, it's it's just me and you. So I've got to really scrape the the barrel here. Um, I think it's interesting. I don't think we've ever actually like introduced ourselves to the listeners. Again, we don't have any listeners because people who <laughs> listen to us are going to be like our friends, and they already know who we are. Right. But if anybody were to, were to actually randomly listen to this, they wouldn't know who we are because I never introduce like anybody. So it's it's maybe purposely disorienting because I don't really care if you know who we are because we're nobodies, but right. But I mean, you know, I'm I'm Zach, and you're Bob, and and then there's Ed, who's not here, who's you know again at a conference, and then there's Sean, who's <laughs> in India. I mean, maybe he's in Sri Lanka still. Um, right. He's going to be a little more or less available than he would be during the uh, the summer months. Um, right. And but, we, are you are you proposing that we that we. Uh... Give like uh, the kind of a resume about about bas- about being knowledgeable about basketball, or what do you? Uh, I, I actually was was actually considering it. You read my mind. This is why we're we're doing this show together. It really makes a lot of sense now. But I wanted to sort of like what qualifies you to to to, to log into Twitter and create a, an account called Smart Basketball. Like, what's your <laughs> What, what, you, what are your qualifications? I know we've talked about on previous recordings your your middle school uh, coaching abilities, uh, mm-hmm. but what do, what do you do off the court when you're not you know, when <laughs> you're, when not. you're when you're ten years away for, ten years out from that last gig, and <laughs> you know it's a it's a Friday night in in January. Actually, it's February now. What are you doing? Like, what's your qualification for basketball knowledge? I mean, I think I, I think I am one of the most qualified minds in the world when it comes to talking smart basketball thoughts. 
Um, but really, I mean, ultimately, I think uh, I think I'd have to say that you brought me into the uh, the gambling fold fifteen or so years ago, and uh, naturally, college basketball was my favorite sport, and uh, I built a very crude system in two thousand five, two thousand six, that predicted point spreads and and whatnot. And uh, over the past fifteen years, I've I've tweaked that system a couple times, uh, most recently, really yesterday. So Yeah, I was going to say, you seem really proud of this, if only because you've been working on this very heavily the past three to, to, to seven business days. <laughs> but, <laughs> business weeks. Business yeah. will. <laughs> I was going to bring you to the next. Uh, I don't know why I find that funny, but like the concept of, of you, you know, when you, when you state time, you, you state it in business time. There's business days. That's I think we're all familiar with that. That's that's a pretty typical thing. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. You know, if it's a Friday, I'm not gonna do it in one bit. You know, one day because that would mean tomorrow. It's gonna be one business day. I'm gonna wait until Monday to do it. Uh, but then you threw out the the topic uh, or the, uh, the the measure of business weeks the other day, in, in one of your emails about our uh, our horse racing contest, and and I was a little taken aback because I don't I don't think I've ever heard that before. Is that is that like a do people do people speak in that? In that, in that, well, I mean, in that uh, manner. Here's the thing. I was I was trying to. I think I was I was emailing on a Monday, and I was saying that the following Friday was the time it was going to end. So you're not going to say two weeks because that's, you know, that'd be the following Monday, in my mind. And I mean, you couldn't just could count I, the days, like the, the literal days, like it was like a what, twelve days away. Well, that I mean, yeah. Who wants to count twelve days? I mean, that's a lot of days. Is it eleven days or is it twelve days? I, have <laughs> I don't know why would, it's either one or the other. Why would it be? What's our choice? <laughs> well, are you are you counting are you counting the last day or are you counting the days in between? Are you expecting me to maybe read the email the day after you you send it? Is that what you're also <laughs> saying to you? I mean, <laughs> if you say if you say the end of the business week, you know that's the end of the day Friday. I think but, but I'm pretty sure you literally, and I'll have to double check this, but I'm pretty sure you, li- you literally said it's two business weeks away, which, I guess, is that, that's like 10 <laughs> days, right? <laughs> that's a fair point. So end, end, of the, that end of the business week is clear. That, that's a Friday, but that, that's not, I don't think you said that. That would actually make sense to say. I, I think I said I, week. I'm, I'm allowing two business weeks for would this that, one. <laughs> would that be CEO? BW close of business week. <laughs> close of business week, I believe it would be. Okay. Yes. Because that's a pretty common, you know, corporate term that I'll I'll use. Not not a lot. I don't really. I don't want to say I, I I definitely overuse it, but I, I have used it. The old C O B. You prefer, you prefer C O B? I I usually go with E O D. End of day. E O D like end of day. Yeah. Okay. Because because that gives me a little bit more flexibility in terms of if I've got to got to finish it up at eleven thirty p.m. Yeah, that gives you a nice seven, that. really a seven hour cushion. Yeah, that's that's yep. that's soft. I like that. That's good. Yeah, I, I still got it to you by the end of the day. Yeah, cob sort of implies that you have like. Firm, firm working hours, and that you don't right. you're not flexible enough to maybe go outside those hours. 
So I think right. I, I see your advantage on that uh, terminology there. That's a good, it's a good lesson, Bob. I've thought these things through. Um, or, I mean, I do, I do want to talk a little bit about the uh, the NBA. I, there's been some uh, pretty fairly exciting. I mean, I, I kind of wanted to talk about this a few days ago when it was maybe hotter news. But good news is that no one listens to this anyways. And it's not live, so it doesn't matter really when I say it. But the whole Anthony Davis um, trading bonanza, he's, yeah. he's demanding a trade, and I find it uh, a little interesting that, that he's apparently, uh, you know, there are, uh, there, are, there are rules in the NBA against tampering when it comes to player, player, player I guess, transactions, trades. I'm not even sure. I don't know the rules on this. I could, have, I could have spent a couple hours looking this up, and instead I was watching the, the Nuggets game tonight. But, right. Um, like, what's what exactly is wrong with with tampering? Like, why 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 shouldn't the players or coaches or whoever be allowed to tamper? Do you know the the background on this? Can you? Well, I don't have I don't have any stories from the '80s, like in terms of why they had to come up with the rule. But I mean, I think it makes sense that you would not want. It's because it's basically collusion, right? Like, you can if you are. I mean, and this is probably what happened. But if you're LeBron James. You want to get the best team around you, so you you get in Anthony Davis's ear through your agent, who I, I believe they have the same agent, and uh, you know, I mean, it's it's just collusion, basically. I don't even think it's best. collusion, though. I think in this case, the, and I just I just spent ten seconds googling this while you were talking. It's basically the the I'll just use quotes here: No player, coach, or management person may entice or induce a player under contract with another team to play for his team. So I don't, mm-hmm. is that even collusion? Well. Collusion sort of, I think, is a different, it, I mean, it's a thing. I don't think that, that that's a, I think it, it becomes collusion. It becomes collusion when the enticement works. You know what I mean? Like, when, if you entice somebody and they say no, well, then there's no collusion. But if you entice them and they say yes, then you've got collusion, then you've got a problem where like players or coaches or whoever are kind of conspiring against contracts that are established to keep the balance of competition intact. So I just don't I, don't, I just don't understand why that's illegal. I or not not sorry, illegal it's not against the law. It's Against the rules of the NBA, so I'm I'm just confused. I, I think I'm I, I would be well. It's ridiculous, in right? More of it. I don't. I I'd, I'd prefer to see right. every player no, should I, be be bouncing around on Twitter, screaming from from all over the place. I'm, you know, I want to play for right. this team, or or Kyrie. You know, if Kyrie Irving wants to say, "Hey, Brandon Ingram, you can come play with me," why not? What's what do I care? Right. I think it's, I mean, if you look at it from the perspective of the people who have the money, who are the owners, they, I mean, obviously the big market teams always have that advantage. And so, like the little guy, like the, I guess the New Orleans is the little guy in this, in this case, they, uh, they feel like their players are getting poached. Rightly so, I guess. I mean... It's, it is, to some extent, an unfair advantage to have the L.A., you know, the big city against a New Orleans. Yeah, but there's a salary cap. I mean, it's... 
you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't view New Orleans as being a. You know, there's no such thing as a small market team in the NBA because everybody can can spend as much as they want. Or sorry, how about no one? How about can, Milwaukee? There is, <laughs> well, they're a small market, but they they have the ability to spend as much as as the Lakers. There's no nothing limiting them from competing with the Lakers, other than. I guess if they don't spend as much as the salary cap, that's that's their problem. But well, I think that I think honestly, like the small market teams should have a different salary cap than the than the big market. If, if you cared, if you cared if, about competitive balance, which you don't really, but yeah. What if a team's fans were chanting that player's name while the opposing team was playing because they wanted? To trade for that player, or or you know, that player to sign. Basically, t- what if the fans were tampering? Would the NBA step <laughs> in there and, and like find all of the fans? Somehow find the the team. I mean, you can't find the fans. That's not <laughs> that's not fair. But, it's a it's a it's a stupid rule. I mean, I agree with you. Okay, but okay. I can I can see why. Owners would want it, basically. Well, this is disappointing. I was, really, I was, I'm, I'm really aiming to find something we can just sit here and just bicker about, and I'm, I'm that, that wasn't it. Okay. Um, the other thing, you know, back along the lines of NBA trades, me and I think Ed was was bringing this up in our group chat earlier this week about how the, you know, it'd be really neat if Anthony Davis could play for the Nuggets, because he's a big Nuggets super fan now with 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 Jokic playing there. So let's let's envision a team with Jokic, Jamal Murray, and and Davis. Right, that sounds really cool, right? Not really. Okay. I don't think I don't think that's a very good team. I don't know. I mean. Okay. So what? Like, what would you like? What would you do to make the Nuggets better right now? Like, what? Just. Like literally, like any, like okay, short of like maybe picking. Players on the Warriors or the Rockets. If you could take any <laughs> players not on the Warriors or the Rockets, put them on the Nuggets. Who would you pick to make them beat the the uh, Warriors in a seven game series? I don't think this this is huh, this is going to be a super unpopular opinion. I don't think that Jokic can defend well enough to beat. The Warriors in a seven-game series. Period. Did you say that he can't rebound enough? Defend. Defend. Okay. Well, so so first, you you said it was an un, unpopular opinion. Well, that's going to be definitely unpopular by virtue of the fact that no one's listening. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it matters if if because you don't you don't have to defend if you can outscore your opponents. And I think if you can outscore your opponents. Defending becomes less of a, like they need to be able to defend. I mean, better than average, but they don't need to be, as a team, top five or top ten. I think they can be middle of the pack and still be, a, you know, a, a great team. Which I think didn't hasn't Golden State sound to kind of use that formula? Isn't that? I'm just kind of talking. I don't know. I think Golden State has. Here, but they have some good defenders. Durant are you eating more popcorn D. again? Yeah, so that's that's impressive. Okay. Um, I mean, now, I will also add that I've seen Denver play about five minutes of basketball this year, so I'm far from a knowledgeable person on this topic, but I just don't, I mean, 
I'm old school. Defense wins championships. I don't think Denver can play defense. Okay, so you're old school, yet you create a you've you've developed a spreadsheet that 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 basically feeds in advanced analytics stats, and and predicts right. the winners of of college basketball games. That's right. Okay, that's right. That's old school enough. All right. Um, along the you know, I really like to talk about analytics. <coughs> I think I just got some of that popcorn in my throat there. Um, <laughs> I'm always kind of amazed when I watch basketball. It's it's never you never really hear the announcers ever really talk about anything besides the old school things. I rarely find they like maybe you'll hear an occasional like how that was a quality possession or you need more possessions. I feel like beyond saying or hearing the word possession, I don't feel like I've actually heard a lot of advanced basketball talk when it comes to to watching games on TV whereas if I'm watching baseball baseball's really gotten I think almost a little bit too far into it where they're talking about launch angles which I don't right. know how relevant that is towards success uh, and all well, kinds right. of other fun stuff whereas and I, I don't know I mean and, and baseball's kind of boring like I don't want to watch baseball on TV unless it's the playoffs or it's my favorite right. team. And even then, I don't really watch my favorite team until, like, August anymore since I don't do fantasy baseball these days. But uh, Right. Well, I think baseball is very um, it's very formulaic. I mean, there, there's only so many ways. Well, I mean, there's a lot of ways. But, I mean, there's the same play, which is a pitch and a, a swing, puts the ball in play every time. I mean, there's millions of different permutations for basketball. And even more for football. But I think the point that I'm trying to get to is that it's boring to talk about advanced analytics when ultimately it comes down to do you hold on to the basketball and not give it to the other team and can you put it in the basket? I mean, it's a, it's a simple game at the end of the day. So the, all the color guys can do is add their old school context because that's something you can talk about versus the number of shots per possession that a team has gotten up so far in the game. I just think it's po- I think it's possible to make that kind of thing actually interesting and I don't know why the basketball I just I just feel like I'm getting kind of tired of the same droning commentary of of these some of these basketball games. In fact, it even sort of devolves into the the play-by-play guy just talk, you know, just they're just like tonight I couldn't tell you the guy's name, but it, he's talking with uh, the, the color guy was Chauncey Billups. And in the third quarter of a pretty exciting game, they're talking about the Super Bowl. They're talking about... <laughs> right. They're talking about all kinds of other like non-game-related stuff. And uh, I don't know. I just, it just seemed kind of lackluster. Yeah. I you mean, get it in football. Football gives you the advanced stuff. I mean, the NFL gives it to you. I feel like we're talking about... I feel like uh, more more teams on, or sorry, more uh, broadcast. Maybe I'm thinking more of NBC and Collinsworth, but you're seeing more of the advanced stuff on on the NFL side of things, right? Like I'm, what? Like what? Maybe I'm maybe I'm just blending my Twitter experience with with reality here. But are, don't they talk about like air yards? Did I see air yards on some broadcast recently, or did I just make that up? Probably, I guess. I mean, what do you? You can people know how far a shot travels. I mean, what, I don't know what you want to see. 
how fast the player moves around the court. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to see. I'd like to see what you know things like yeah amount of amount of uh, yeah distance traveled would be interesting. Uh, closely yeah. guarded shots. I mean, I think Ed's reeled off a few those types of stats that you can pull up on Pro Basketball Reference. And they're, they're actually kind of, you know, as much as Ed, I think, is just kind of being goofy, they're actually kind of interesting if you think about it. So They are, but, I mean, what do you, from an analytics perspective, I don't know what you do with that stuff because, I mean, you mentioned closely guarded shots. Well, of course, the goal always has been to closely guard shots. You know what I mean? So it's not like, it's not like there's any insight there from the stat other than the fact that it's interesting. Why, why aren't there more announcers ripping on the mid-range jumper then? Like, you don't, every time there's a mid-range jumper, it's just like, oh, he's taking a jump shot. I want to hear a, a, a color guy be like, oh, good Lord, that was a terrible shot. But you never hear that. I feel like. Unless it was like a bad shot where he's like, fall away and close right. to the garbage. But that's a bad shot no matter where you're at on the floor. Well, I, I think, I think um, for the most part, the guys who shoot those shots are, I mean, potentially prepping their game for the NBA, right? I mean, I, I don't see a lot of, like, flex offense where the goal is to get an elbow well, jumper. I'm talking NBA, too. I mean, this, this extends to the pro game where that would actually be a real thing. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I just think when, when you look at the stats that, that matter in predicting the outcome of a basketball game, they're pretty boring, and there's not actually a lot of insight in it. It's just a slightly different take on how you do it. What do you think about, have you heard about this Rudy Gobert thing where he apparently, during a, a press, uh, I don't know if it was a press conference, but... He cried about not being an all-star or something? Yeah, you must have gotten the news alert on that one. That was a hot hot news item. Didn't make the all-star team and was, and was crying during, a, yeah, like a... I'm not sure what, what it was, I wouldn't call it a presser because it's just him in front of a bunch of microphones. What do you call that? An interview, I guess. I don't know. Sure, whatever. Press availability. Addressing the media for the first time since it was revealed he wasn't named an all-star. Gobert ended his availability abruptly by covering his face and walking away in tears. <laughs> yes. And then the best apparently was Draymond Green tweeted out some sort of commentary did you see that no i did not he tweets out i guess i should cry too dot 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 no charlotte question mark three crying emojis <laughs> because that he's not making just, the all-star team either that is just good trolling i think it's insensitive unless they're like you know unless they're maybe they're good friends if those guys are good friends then it's fine do you think do you think Draymond cares about being insensitive? Let's be real here. Well, I don't think he cares, but that doesn't mean he's, that he can't. He's just trying to get an edge, man. I mean, I don't care about being insensitive, and I'm not on Twitter like trolling people that work at other companies about how I'm you know <laughs> like I don't I don't I don't hop on Twitter and make fun of people people's press releases. Yeah, but if but if there was a, a press conference with uh, a security guy at another firm crying because he didn't win a, an industry award, I think you'd be well within your rights to make fun of him. 
you know, that's a great point. I think you, you just, <laughs> you just turn the table on me there. That's good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are professionals. They are. They are. What, what was that? What do you, what is going on here? This is worse than Sean in Mexico. <laughs> just a, just a bottle of water. <laughs> what else you got? What do we got? Yeah, I mean, I have a long list here, and we're hitting most of the topics. Um, I, I was, uh, you know, I mentioned our, our horse race, racing contest is uh, it, heavily irrelevant to our, our listeners, so I'm not going to talk about it. But, <laughs> but we're, it, it reminded me of, of actually, I was doing some research for that contest, and I ran into the, um, there's, there, and you probably know this, you probably know known this for years. There are websites on the internet where you can go. They they host online virtual racing, and you can bet on it as if it yes. were like real. Yeah. I'm just I'm just curious if you could, like, what's your, what's your knowledge of this this sort of corner of the, of the the, the gambling underworld? Like, what is this? <laughs> so, um, actually, I was a I was a participant in the uh, DigiTurf community you may recall and in fact I used to actually write recaps of these these fake races in exchange in exchange for free $15 horses um, I, I knew I knew there was something that I was forgetting about you and that was it I, I, I remember I was, I was reading about this yesterday or a couple days ago and I was like man this sounds very familiar with something Bob has done or knows about and that that's it you were give us more detail on that again you 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 yeah. wrote recaps of races that were virtual, like, but virtually they're fake. They're not they're real fake. races. They're they're computer simulations. You wrote recaps, right. and they gave you in exchange fifteen dollar horses. Yes. What's a fifteen dollar I mean, horse exactly? What does that mean? But basically, it's like you can breed a new horse, and, and you know when you breed a horse, it could be absolutely awful, or it could be you know the next champion. Um, so yeah, I mean, every time I wrote a recap of a race, they would give me a fifteen dollar credit to to breed okay. another horse. But in this in this world of 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 uh, digiturf, it, could you could you win and wager your own money though? Oh yeah, I mean, there were guys really? who made. I mean, you know, you never know with this sort of stuff. Like, are, are these guys like part of the company and they're making money? But I mean, I mean, that's my that's where that's where my mind goes. But what do I right. know? Right, exactly. But, um, I mean, yeah, there's, like, real money on the line, and I don't know how much, but, I mean, there's thousands of dollars that some people have won, no doubt. I mean, thousands of dollars. Okay. I don't know how much. I mean, there's, like, there's actually, I, actually, I believe, like, there was a guy who, like, won a million dollars, like, over the, his lifetime of playing this stuff. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, it was, like, it's kind of a big deal. Does that still exist, Digiturf? I didn't happen to. It does. To... <laughs> I actually, I actually just Googled it. I mean, it was fun. You'd you'd train your horses. You'd you'd watch them race. Um, you'd you know you'd you'd pick what races they were gonna run in. I thought it was fun. That seems a little fun bit game. more in depth than what I saw. What I saw was was there's literally like like a like a some sort of simulation that that some websites offer where you are it's like 
it's like watching a, a race on TV, except it's probably not as obviously. Right. I'm not sure well, what the I mean, word is, but it's you're watching it on TV, and it's like you know, there's an actual race, and that's it. There's no, there's no dynasty aspect to it. You're not grooming the horse. Right. You're not owning the horse. You just bet on the right. horses. That sounds right. a little there's, different than Digiturf. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like what you're talking about sounds a little bit more like, um, like uh, I believe it's called Derby Jackpot. Oh, I and, don't know. I was. I don't know what it. Yeah, I think there are multiple platforms. Honestly, yeah. There, maybe there's only one. I don't know. I'm not the expert here. I just a lot of these. Pl- a lot of these places use um, like past races, past race results, as the oh, basis sure. for for the random numbers, right? Sure. So, and that's how they get away with, you know, basically no, having a slot it. machine. Yeah, so. no, no, I I totally get it. It's it's really nothing more than a, a, a heavily detailed slot machine where you were. Right, it's more like a a real a real world simulation in the form of a slot machine. I mean, it's it's fascinating to me. Yeah, and yeah. it it kind of fills that gap for those real true degenerates who need to have that horse fix, like around the <laughs> clock. Like I, I can true. I can't really kind of begin to imagine the clientele that are into that kind of thing. I mean, yeah, you. Uh, it's I don't. It's I don't even think it's a horse fix because you could bet on. You could bet on Australian racing right now at midnight on a Saturday. Yeah, but, you could bet on but what Hong Kong when, racing. Okay, but what happens when there's always breaks in between races and like there's always downtime <laughs> from, from like <laughs> there's always downtime. I mean, yeah, fair. So if you're really into it, I could see that being and that's like that's what they're catering to, and it's I don't know. It's 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 interesting to me. I'm still upset that we haven't gotten into a real argument tonight. Like I keep really trying to make it happen, and we end up just agreeing, and it's it's kind of kind of disappointing. I'm I'm an a- I'm I'm feeling pretty affable. I mean, I apologize. I can see that. I mean, you're coming off of a you had a cold right this week. Well, you were cold I did. because it was 30 below wherever you were. Yeah, and I had a cold, and I think. I mean, let's be honest. When there's not a a third party like on the line, I don't feel like I have to prove myself as much. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You don't. You, maybe you need to remember that there's going to be an audience of maybe like five or six people who are going to listen to this. Right, and I don't want them thinking I'm soft. So yeah. you're right. I got to it's, step. It's, it's 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 it happened. You're soft. <laughs> Shoot. Shoot. That was for your kids. I, I think we actually went through that whole thing without without uh, throwing any f bombs or uh, bad words. No e tag this week. I might leave the e tag off. Yeah. <laughs> What's the consequences of not doing an e tag and it actually having a swear word in it? Well, I mean, since we have five or six listeners, there is no consequence. <laughs> um, however, if we were somehow promoted as a live stream broadcast and then maybe broadcast over some sort of nat, you know regulated airwaves like like a, a you know FM or AM radio or TV, then it would right. be a problem. Then we'd get fined. I bet. Yeah. It'd be unfortunate. I would. I would be okay with getting fined. 
Yeah. To, to, Wouldn't you? And, any publicity is good publicity? Yeah, is that the, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, that means, A, that we have a listener, which would then complain to the FTC about it. Sorry, the FCC. <laughs> and and then we would, yeah, that makes uh, that makes me happy. I'm wondering, though, like, what do you think would be the right amount of money for us to invest in some Twitter promotions? Are, are you thinking, like, maybe $200? Is that, is that enough? That's too much. Too much? Okay. That's way too much. Okay. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll talk to our producers uh, this week between between episodes and we can talk about a deal. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. That is a good idea. Matt, you know what? Can I, I want to jump back to the, the virtual horse racing in DigiTurf. Okay. I remember. Yeah. I, um, I, think I, I think I put like $25 in. Okay, I, yeah. And... Uh, and I had run it up. My recollection is I had run it up to like seventy-five or eighty dollars. Like I was doing okay, right? And I was spending like un- ungodly hours. Like <laughs> this know. is before you had kids, and exactly, yeah. You really just uh, yeah, yeah. Like studying all this stuff and whatever, and I ended up. So you could also claim horses, and I ended up claiming a horse for like twenty-five dollars. This is like a big-time purchase. That sounds really and expensive. And I thought that this horse was going to be like my ticket to, uh, you know, to riches basically. And um, so I entered this horse into like some stakes races where, you know, like the stakes races you're paying like $10 to enter and whatever. And this horse just did not, did not do it for me. And uh, I forget that, I forget that the horse's name was like something Rose. I don't remember what it was, but the reason I thought of this is because I'm looking at an article about the ten legends of DigiTurf, and one of the legends is Chrisman or Chris Man, um, and he was the guy that I claimed the horse from. And what a oh, fool! Wow! Wow! What 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 a noob I was that I thought this, like one of the best players ever, was going to let go a horse that was worth a darn. So that's a that's a rookie move, yeah. I'm actually I'm fascinated by the fact that you literally were were risking as much as ten dollars on on a, on a race in a virtual environment. <laughs> I mean, I'm, did I hear that like the ten actual U.S. dollars? Not like yeah, I think so. I um, okay. I could go back and I've actually still got uh, like old files, like training files for my horses, <laughs> related to uh, DigiTurf somewhere. This is all ringing. Uh, bringing back some memories because I remember you were pretty into this I mean we, we didn't really talk about it that much because I wasn't into it and I just was like yeah that sounds great man you right you have fun with that yeah but uh, yeah I've got a uh, $10 I've got yeah. I've got a 1.5 megabyte excel file of digiturf data here 1.5 megabytes okay with all my horses that I Oh my god. <laughs> this is funny. How did you just pull that up in the last five minutes? Like is that just sitting around on like a shared drive somewhere? I've got it on a shared drive, yeah. Here, wow. Yeah. Ad, Addie's little mule was a horse that I claimed. Um what else we got here? Uh Final Rose, that was the horse sack. That was the one that I thought was gonna be my ticket. Wait, what was the horse's name? Final Rose. Yep, and then I had uh, 
I had I had more like the the typical that you would expect Prince Harvey, Prince Robert, etc. But yeah, it's about sixteen hundred lines of uh, of data here. Pretty cool. <laughs> Thanks for that little 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 story there. That was impressive. People people will be interested. They will come to this podcast to hear about the digiter. Well, I mean, I think I think there is. It, it seems like there is a digiter community out there. Maybe if we just spend again, maybe a couple hundred bucks on some Twitter advertising, we can we can get those people on to uh, interact with us on a smart basketball podcast. In a couple <laughs> weeks. That That's to me right. sounds Absolutely. like a great a great. Uh, I think I think Ed would call that on brand. <laughs>